Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm Lucy McMonagle. I am the host, and I am on a movement to create this world a better place. If you are listening to this, please make sure that you share this episode with your friends, your family, and your tribe, because together as a collaborative, we can all do our part to create conscious wealth, create conscious communities, and to make this world a better place. Stay tuned for our next featured guest. Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle, and I'm so excited. It's the end of the year, and today we're going to be talking about how to transition, but more importantly, what is your next chapter of your life? Because we have Shelly Ryan, and Shelly, her enthusiasm is so contagious. She's amazingly incredible at helping individuals tackle transition and jump into their next chapter. In this case, we're going to start getting you prepared to jump into the next year and also to start looking at if you have some major changes going on right now or you're looking at making major changes, Shelly is the creative force that you definitely want to get to know. So make sure you share this with your friends and your families so that we can let everybody know how they can tackle the most common issues that they have as they're transitioning to their next chapter. So Shelly, welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday show. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. This is perfect timing, right? It's the end of the year, just getting ready for 2019. So it's perfect. Absolutely. It's perfect timing. And I'm so grateful that we were able to get you on the show before the end of the year, because there's so many people who are going through transitions right now that I know of. And, you know, a lot of times people don't always plan for the next chapter in their life. Right. It's true. It's true. And I, and I think, I think some of the chapters we plan for, um, we know maybe that, um, you know, my kids are about to graduate from high school and I'm going to have an empty nest or, um, you you know, maybe there's, um, I'm ready to get a new job or I'm going to be moving. And so you do have to plan, but there's also a lot of things that just kind of come upon us, right? Like maybe an illness, maybe you got sick and now you've got to readjust your life or maybe you're getting divorced and you didn't expect to get divorced and now you have to readjust your life. So there's both planned and unplanned, but regardless, that transition is, is, not always easy and it's not always smooth so definitely want to give people information about how to how to make those transitions regardless of whether it's planned or unplanned yes and and Shelly you're you're so phenomenal at being able to really help individuals by your guiding individuals deliberately so that they can do this mindfully and purposefully can you talk a little bit about Um, Well, let's start with the unplanned transitions that people are having. What are some of the tips that they might need in order to make this mindfully and purposefully once they've discovered, oh, (laughs) here it is. (laughs) Here it is. Yeah. Well, I think think the first thing for everybody that I would recommend, which I know is not easy, is to get still, like get quiet. And you, you, I see your reaction because that's how the reaction is. It's like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? How can I get still when I'm in the midst of this storm and I've got all of these things going on? And honestly, that's how you're going to be able to make 
the moves that you need to make, right? Is to mm-hmm. get still, get quiet, listen, okay? Because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in, in prayer and meditation and all that kind of stuff. And I think that, you know, I, I, someone told me once, and I really love this about prayer is talking to God or source and meditation is listening. And I don't think we listen enough. And so if we get really still and get quiet in your storm, amongst, amongst your storm, then I think you're going to start to be able to make the kinds of decisions that you want to make, right? So that would be my first thing is to, is, as hard as that might be, is to get still, get quiet, start to kind of take some deep breaths and kind of sort, you know, so that you can sort it out. Because I think a lot of us make um, impulsive decisions. And especially when it's something that's kind of tossed at you. Um, I'll, I'll give you a great example of for myself, I got I had this amazing job that I absolutely loved and I got fired from that job. One of those things that gets tossed at you, right? And I was completely devastated. But being, you know, a good Iowa farm girl and, you know, kind of being at the end of the baby boomer generation, what do you do? You get another one, right? You just, you work, you don't get, you don't take time to process. And I can't even tell you, I mean, over all the years, how many things I needed to process at that time. Cause you know, when you lose a job, you go through a lot of emotions, right? Yeah. And, and I didn't process any of them. I just moved forward to the next one. And at the end of that job, which was really not the right job for me, that's when I knew that I had to stop and get still and get quiet and listen to what, what really is the right thing for me mm-hmm. and to get focused and hear, you know, what are my passions? What are my strengths? What am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? Um, who do I want to be? Um, who do I want to work with? And when I did that, then I made the transition into work that I absolutely, absolutely love. Wow. Yeah, it took a little while. It it does take a little while for us to be able to slow down, to go faster. And a lot of times people are like, well, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to slow down. Is there is there little tricks that you learned that, you know, what individuals can do? when they, when their mindset is, I don't have time. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's a great question. Um, the, there's two things that I would suggest for that. The first one is I use a mantra that is, I have enough, I have enough time to do it all. And when I am especially busy and especially swamped, I say that now, the key is to catch yourself, right? To, yes. to catch yourself. Cause a lot of times, again, mm-hmm. we're in that whirlwind and we don't catch ourselves, but if you can catch yourself and say that mantra, I have enough time to get everything done. I have always had enough time to get everything done every mm-hmm. single time. So again, that's a, a bit of a mindset, right? But, uh, but if you say it and you believe it, I don't know how it works. <laughs> Maybe, you know, Lucy, but that's how it, it always happens that it works that way. The other thing that I would suggest, and this is for the med- I, I do a workshop on meditation, uh, an exploration, meditation exploration, and almost everybody who comes to that workshop says, I can't get my mind to settle in. I can't get my mind to quiet down. Oh. And I get that because that's common for everybody, right? Yes. And what I recommend for folks is literally start with 30 seconds. And it's just 30 seconds of stopping what you're doing 
And maybe it's even just three deep diaphragmatic belly breaths, right? Three deep breaths. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Because if nothing else, that's going to switch you from the, I always get these backwards, but the sympathetic to the parasympathetic, right? So that you're, mm-hmm. that you're going from the fight or flight mode to the um, rest and digest mode, which is kind of your, your calmer mode. Mm-hmm. So even if you can just do that, take three deep belly breaths, it's going to, it's going to reduce some stress and it's going to change things. Then I would recommend doing maybe a, a, a one minute or two minute meditation. And it might not even be a meditation where you're just completely silent. It might be a guided meditation. There's a lot of apps that you can get on your phones that will uh, allow you to do a guided meditation for three minutes. Um, a great way to start because I know some people they hear about you know I'm supposed to sit here you know my legs crossed and I'm supposed to be you know still for 60 minutes and no (laughs) that's not easy to do for anybody even people who meditate regularly sometimes that's not easy to do so even just three minutes a day is a, a, a great way to start and then if you can add another minute add another minute add another minute because really the key to meditating is meditating like the key to doing it is doing it which is kind of like any habit right but Mm -hmm. but if you if you do it for for five days in a row 10 days in a row 21 days in a row that's that gives you starts to create a habit for you correct yep absolutely and I love those tips that is so powerful in in like you said a lot of individuals they they think meditation has to be sitting with your legs crossed and you're doing the whatever you're doing and mm-hmm. and or you're you're supposed to like find that quiet spot and you've got to be there for an hour and mm-hmm. and there's actually more power in doing a shorter meditation that's focused than there is to trying to that's the key word trying to yep. force yourself to do something for an hour or however long absolutely yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, those are some of the keys of, of what individuals can do. But what is, what is one of the hardest parts of starting a new chapter in somebody's life? Yeah, yeah, the hardest part is doing it, right? Like actually mm-hmm. starting it. So when I, when I talk with folks, I, I, I kind of do an assessment first of kind of where they're at. And then I take them through a visualization of where they want to go. And it's a really cool visualization process, kind of living into their future self. Um, And then when we get to those action steps, that's the part that actually, I mean, you could dream all you want or make the greatest plan that you want, but until you actually do something, nothing is going to change. And change is hard. I mean, I get that because we're, we're actually our brains are telling us to not change because the neuronal pathways in our brain are, are wanting us to do the same things over and over again. Um, I use this example of, of a snowstorm. I know it's a little hard with, you know, living in Arizona, but I grew up in Iowa. So picturing a snowstorm is not that hard. So, you, you know, you've, you've been to Michigan, you know, right? Yes, so, yes I'm, I'm from Michigan and I'm, I'm already getting cold. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just thinking about it. Exactly. But when you go out into a snowstorm, and for me, I lived on a farm. So if I was walking from the house to the barn, um, I would take a path that was already there, 
right? If there was, if there was a, um, a path that was already made in the snow, that's the one I would take. Why? It's easier, right? I'm going to get less uncomfortable because I'm not going to get wet. I'm not going to get cold. I'm going to be more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And the same is true of those neuronal pathways in your brain, right? You take the ones that are, that are already built, the, the road of, or the path of least resistance is, is no joke. It's really true. And so when you want to make that change, it literally, you have to create new neuronal pathways. And that's the part that's hard because we want to go back to our, our place of comfort. And so I would say probably the hardest part is doing it, actually making the change or attempting to make that change. And that's where, as you know, I, I always agree. Um, believe that getting some support, getting a mentor, getting a, 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 an accountability partner, hiring a coach, something like that is a, um, something that will keep you moving in that direction so that you don't go back to your old, you know, snow path, something that will allow you to change. Yes, that's so true. And, mm-hmm. and when we're talking and thinking about, you know, the, the changing the patterns, the old patterns are the like the little grooves that we have in our brain and our mind and our, and our life. It's, it's almost like a habit or a belief system that's mm-hmm. manifested into a habit. And sometimes it's we're using the snowstorm example in, in the older cars, not the new cars, but the older cars, you have to rock it to get it out of the ditch. Absolutely. You drive forward and you drive back and you drive yep. forward and you drive back. And eventually it would, it would come out of that, that ditch. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that I experienced when I was changing aspects of my life. It's like I had to find a way in order to get out of those grooves of, a, of patterns that were not beneficial for my life or because I had no choice. I had transitioning circumstances in my life where I had to make different decisions and I had to live in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and that really is a, a, a great visual because y- you, you move forward and then you do move back a little bit and then you move forward and you're a little bit further ahead and you move back again, but then you keep doing it until eventually you can break free and you can go where you want to go. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Now, have you noticed that when, when we're doing the back and forth, it almost seems like there's a, it's a rubber band effect. And sometimes it's, it almost is like a slingshot eventually. Has that happened to you? It or absolutely you- has. Absolutely. Because, and sometimes it can get a little discouraging when you, when you get that back, um, the back and forth kind of thing and you go back and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm here again. Mm-hmm. How did I get here again? You know, and you're right because you never know <laughs> when the next forward and back is going to push you or propel you into really where you want to go and the life that you want to live. Um, and you're right because sometimes that can get a little discouraging, yeah. but I do believe that, that, that I guess, I, I guess the thing is, is to keep doing it, like to stay on it, not give up. And, and sometimes that can be really hard to do, but to stay focused on it. Because if you, and I go back to that, if you, really clear vision of where you want to go and you know that that's you and know where you're gonna end up then you you want to keep doing it don't want to stop 
And again, I think that's another reason why it's important to have some support to, to keep you moving. But when you do that, you're right, the back and forth, you never know if that last one is going to be the one that really propels you. That's true. That's true. And I always look at it as, 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 as a check-in for me. And, and as soon as I acknowledge that this back and forth pattern is, it's like I move it a little bit forward and, and a little bit back. And some people say two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. You're still making progress, mm-hmm. even if it's only one step at a time. Absolutely. And, and I, I believe that you have the key to the answer to that is some progress is better than no progress. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and really, again, finding, you know, reminding yourself each day of your vision reminding yourself of where it is that you want to go and then living into that, right? Cause it's an energy frequency. So right now, maybe the energy frequency that I'm in is not the one that's going to get me there. Okay. But mm-hmm. if I can, I, you know, I don't know if fake it till you make it is the right way, but if I can live into my future, that energy frequency that I want to go to is a higher frequency. Yes. Moving into a higher frequency is going to get me moving and it's going to keep me moving. So it's, you know, thoughts become things. So as you start to think about, you know, when you start to get some of those backwards thoughts, some negative thoughts, again, stop, you know, capture those. I always say, look up, right? Look up is kind of my, is my trick. So look up, mm-hmm kind of regroup and then move your, you know, change your, change that frequency so that you're moving up instead of spiraling down. Oh, that's a fabulous, fabulous thing to do. Absolutely. So when you're spiraling down and you're going down to that depth of depression or you're going down that depth of despair and you're just like, Oh, look up, look up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's just, that's so huge, right? I yeah. mean, that few seconds, I just, you just answered a question I didn't even know I had. Mm, I, I love that. Look yeah. Up. Look up. And I'm going to share that with all my friends. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Telling me that they've been spiraling downward. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, when you start spiraling down, look up. Look up. I mean, physically, physically make it physically physical. look up. Yes, yeah. Physically look up. Oh, that's fabulous. And yeah. And, I would really love individuals to look up you because I have just a few moments left before the show is is wrapping up. So can you tell individuals you have a secret to happiness gift for individuals? Can you tell us about this secret to happiness and how can people get a hold of you? Sure, sure. Well, the secret secret to happiness is that you have it inside of you. You have it all the time. Um, And it's just kind of how do you tap into that, kind of what we talked about before. So you can get that off of my website, which is www.shellyryan.com, S-H-E-L-L-Y-R-Y-A-N.com, or www.yournextchaptercoaching.com. And it will pop up as as a free gift for you. Fabulous. So they can go to your website, which is Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y, Ryan, R-Y-A-N.com. Or they can also go to your next chapter coaching.com. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Shelly, this has been fabulous and it's been so incredibly quick. Is there any final 
tips that you would like to leave our audience with real quick before we say our farewells? Yeah, I just, I just hope that people, when they are ready for a new chapter, that they do sit still and that they take a little bit of time um, to listen to what is being, what they're, what they're learning from themselves and what's being told to them about what to do next and reach out for support when you need it. Absolutely fabulous. And I have so many more questions I'd love to ask you, but we are going to be wrapping it up. So Shelly, thank you for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. This, this is the perfect timing for beginning a new year, beginning a new chapter in other individuals' lives. And we can make it the best chapter or we can choose to just let life take over for us. So I want to thank my audience for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. It's been a pleasure. I've been so excited. Be sure to check out Shelly's website or give it to a friend who might be going through the next chapter in their life and they might be confused. They might be feeling like they've been abandoned by everybody and everything. So make sure that you share this with them so that they will be able to have the best next chapter. So until next time, Abundant Blessings. Are you ready to change your money flow? Would you like to get beyond the six figures that you keep bumping up against? Well, let me tell you, my book, Magical Money Manifestations, is going to help you create money manifestations on autopilot so that you will have more money, more freedom, and more joy in your life. Go to MagicalMoneyManifestations.com to find out more information. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm your host, Lucy McMonagle, and I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends, your family, your tribe, And let other people know that the Wealthy Wednesday Show is creating a movement to make this world a better place. And we rely on you to get the word out so that we can create mass influence. So until next time, abundant blessings.